0: Like wow, like hello, what? Whatever it is, I'm liking it.
1: Hi. Uh I'm Pat and I'm Ben. Uh Ben is my best friend and this is our attempt at a podcast yeah. and we're going to call it Podventure Time. You'll soon find out why. So, Ben, let's start out by talking about ourselves for a while because everyone knows that that's what we like to do. Yeah. Uh, how long have we known each other?
0: Um, let's see. So, I guess our whole lives. Yeah, almost well, literally. Yeah. Well, I guess all of your life. You're older than me.
1: Yeah. So, my parents moved into the house in Davenport when I was like six or eight months old. Yeah. Uh, and I think that your parents already lived there and that was uh about the time that you were born because yeah. you're
0: like 6 months younger than me. So I think that's right. And Davenport is in uh the great state of Iowa for those of you. Yes, who are it's not.
1: one of the one of the Quad Cities. Right. And uh East Moline is not
0: one of the Quad Cities. <laughs> Early shout out. Early shout out to a non Quad City city. I like that. Yeah, East Moline always tries to jump into the Quad Cities, but
1: uh, it's not one,
0: and if I live you're from in the area you know what we're talking about,
1: <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, I live in St. Louis now.
0: You have some familiarity Sh- with that yeah, I used to live in St. Louis as well, going to school there. I now live in the western suburbs of Chicago.
1: all right, so we're both coming from the Midwest, and through the magic of the internet we're able to to talk um about ourselves so Indeed. we've we've known each other for uh thirty three and a half thirty four years um I don't remember a time in my life when I didn't know Ben. So, uh, likewise. Yeah. It's, it's, um, you know, this There's reminds me. There's history. Yes. I think, is what we're trying to say. <laughs> there is history. And actually, this reminds me of uh, one of the things that we were going to talk about uh, our shared interests, which are mostly nerdy, weird things. Uh, one of them is Star Wars. Uh, there, there are two things that I want to say about Star Wars. The first, is that uh, just like I? I don't remember not knowing you. I've always known that Darth Vader is Luke's father. It was just a thing that was, and so I never like experienced like Luke, "I am your father," and being shocked. Did you have the same experience? I
0: don't think. I don't think I remember not knowing that either. Did I say that right? I also, I think, have lived my whole life with the understanding that Darth Vader is Luke's father. Although I could be wrong about that. I don't have a memory where I learned it. It's not a indelible memory where I said, <gasps> or anything like that. Right, uh, right.
1: Yeah, I feel yeah. like we missed out on a, on a very important part of the of the original trilogy.
0: Right. Yeah. But
1: that's okay, because we've literally been watching Star Wars our whole lives. Now, here's a quiz for you uh, to see how well you remember things about your best friend. Uh, what was the line from Empire Strikes Back that we loved and would always repeat?
0: Oh, man. Uh, Take, it, it's, a, uh, it's a... Empire... Oh, is it, is it from the beginning? Is it from the beginning of the movie? Yes,
1: it's on Hoth.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's i found them. Repeat, i found them.
1: <laughs> yes, it is.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Wedge Antilles finds uh, Han and Luke huddled up inside of a Tauntaun, and he says, I've found them repeat I found them and we thought that was the best line ever
0: yeah all right I'm glad I got, I'm glad I got that because yeah. yeah quickly quickly my brain started uh, scrambling but then <laughs> I quick I quickly locked in on that yeah so we had Star Wars um, the other thing that we used to
1: do is spend the night at each other's houses uh, and we would sit in bed whether it was your bunk beds or I don't know I don't remember if we even had
0: sleepovers at my house, but I definitely remember being in your bunk bed Oh, we re- definitely had sleepovers at your house. I remember being, for some reason, terrified to go to the bathroom at <laughs> in your
1: house. I don't know why. Uh, I remember waking up your mom one time, because I think I got real sick. Mm. Um, I know that I barfed on your floor at least once.
0: <laughs> and then, that was probably the only time, yeah. I was gonna make a joke about some sort of like high school shenanigans, but I don't think you barfed on my floor as a high school person at all.
1: No, uh, other people's floors maybe, but but yeah. not yours. All right. So what we used to do when we had sleepovers was lay in bed and read uh, Jay Leno headlines and uh, Letterman top ten list to each other.
0: Right. For those who don't remember either, because neither of them are on the air anymore, uh, which is crazy. Yeah. Jay Leno would essentially ask for submissions from his audience to get, you know, crazy or funny newspaper headlines or articles. And then he would read them on air and then would make collections of those in books to sell to 10-year-old boys, apparently.
1: Yeah, because it's like the hackiest (laughs) humor looking back. Like, he didn't do anything. He just read funny headlines. I actually thought...
0: Yeah, it's pure genius. I mean, I got to give him respect. He that filled up a good five minutes of airtime, and he didn't have to do any work.
1: Yeah, I actually, uh, I don't know if you remember, Conan would do headlines as well, but he had his writers actually write things, so they were like really bizarre, um, like typical okay. weird Conan stuff. All right. uh, but but yeah, so we would we would le- read uh, headlines aloud to each other and laugh and laugh, and then we would. Uh, read top ten lists. Um, yeah. the The one top ten list that I think I remember is something about I, I think it was <laughs> from the time when the UNLV running rebels were a uh, hot shit basketball team. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And they were accused of like cheating and not really going to class. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, and sure. one of, one of the lists was like top ten courses for UNLV basketball players, and the two that I remember. Uh, one is underwater basket weaving, and the other was uh,
0: your ass and a hole in the ground—a comparative study. <laughs> oh man, those jokes went over our heads so many times, and then it—but it, it was one of those like we read them so many that finally we got old enough to like understand the complexities of what was going on. But I remember I, not understanding half of what I was reading for a while.
1: Yeah, but we always pretended like we thought that they were hilarious, whether we understood them or
0: not. The one I remember was, uh, now it's gonna, it's it was, I'm gonna butcher it, but it was, um, infrequently used descriptors for wine. (laughs) And the one that always stuck out in my mind was owl resistant.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so, um... Oh, uh, I do miss the top ten lists. Those were yeah. legitimately funny. Right. An actual writing staff put in work on those. Uh, yeah. And then the other thing that I
0: remember reading in bed uh, is Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, you. I think you introduced me to Calvin and Hobbes, if I remember correctly. Okay. I, th- I was a Farside, Gary Larson Farside guy. My parents had a bunch of those, so I had, or they did, I didn't buy them, but they had a bunch of Farside. so I was deep into Farside and then I think either you lent me or gave me a Calvin and Hobbes book, and that launched my Calvin and Hobbes reading fandom.
1: Yeah, I also read a lot of Far Side. Uh, it may I probably was reading your your books, um, but at some point my mom bought me a Calvin and Hobbes book, and then I eventually got all of them. Uh, and I'm currently the proud owner of the complete Calvin and Hobbes collection. As am uh, I. Know, you gave me that as a gift
0: for my wedding.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so. Calvin and Hobbes, obviously, the best comic strip ever. I don't think there's even any kind of legitimate debate about that.
0: Uh, yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, and then I'm trying to think if there's anything else that would sort of shape uh, anyone's understanding of our relationship. I would say the uh, maybe the one other thing I would add is that you were the one who uh, made me realize that there was no Santa Claus. how did i do that well i was over at your house at some point and you showed me a videotape because either you requested it or your parents volunteered it that they were going to record the moment that santa deposited the presents yeah i'm pretty sure that was like my dad's idea okay and, and they did a fine job of it. What they did, if you can imagine, was they sort of... It was nighttime. You know, everyone's asleep. It's just a video... A, it's a stationary video shot on right, a tripod. Like, yeah, a camcorder
1: the, on a tripod.
0: Of the living room. And, uh, and then they just did a cut. They turned it off. And then they put the presents in and then they turned it back on. So on the video, it's a magic bling kind of... Yeah, there they are. It's a blink and there they are. But then... And I'm watching this, and you're not saying anything, really. And then the camera kind of pans around to look at the the bounty, I suppose. <laughs> and you turn to me, and you go, who's moving the camera? <laughs> I don't remember that. I remember
1: the, the video existing, uh, and I remember believing in Santa Claus way longer than I probably should have. I was a very, very gullible and credulous child. Um, I believe most of anything that anyone ever said to me. Um, and I, I don't remember shattering the, the Santa myth for you. <laughs> uh,
0: it's, it's, uh, it happened. You have to accept it. And uh, at least that's how I remember it. So it's at this point, it's well, yeah, as close it's to tr- at, at this point it's as close to true as it's ever going to be. But uh, yeah, that's, yeah, so it's
1: settled. It's settled.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh okay, so we've done a lot about talking about ourselves. Maybe we should let people know why we're talking to each other right now. Good idea. So Pod Venture Time is a pun. Uh
1: it's the pun that we decided to go with over Pat Venture Time. Uh because You're we think
0: <laughs> You're welcome everybody. I chose not to go with Pat Venture Time.
1: Yeah, and, and I, I, I went along with it. So we're, we're calling this thing Pod uh, PodVenture Time, and it's a podcast about the TV show Adventure Time, which I have been watching for, I don't know, I probably started watching it like four years ago. Um, I jumped in, in the middle of the series because I had a DVR, and so I just started DVRing it every time it came on. Um, and then once I got Hulu, I watched all of the episodes that were available in sequence. So Adventure Time is my favorite show. And Ben, what's your experience with Adventure Time?
0: I am aware that it exists. And I have looked at the uh, Wikipedia page for it, but have not read anything other than looking at the like, image supplied. My, okay. understa- my understanding is that it is a TV show. Um, Correct. I I have never watched a single episode. I've never had a single episode described to me. I only know it from maybe seeing a couple, you know, promos at some point somewhere. But all I can tell is that there's a strangely drawn boy and a dog in the in the style of like sort of Peabody, Mr. Sherman, old, yeah. old, old cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's my only reference point is that it's a boy with a dog with glasses. And so my only guess is that it can be something along the lines of a Peabody and Mr. Sherman relationship, perhaps, but uh, okay. that's okay. a guess. That's purely a guess.
1: Yeah. So I, I should mention, I suppose, that the full name of the show is actually Adventure Time with Finn and Jake. Uh, and so can you guess who Finn and Jake
0: might be? Right. So that makes sense, but I have no idea who's Finn and who's Jake. Jake sounds like a dog's name to me. That's correct. So Jake
1: is the dog and and Finn is the boy. And I I think that, um, it has a very distinctive look. Like Finn is drawn in, in a weird way with this weird white hat on and, and Jake is very stylized as well. And so I recognize the characters,
0: before I watched the show, just because I think I had seen them, uh, right? And yeah, I know I've seen that drawing style before, so I know I've seen, like I said, like a you know a thirty second promo on TV for it at some point. But I have no concept of the style beyond that.
1: Yeah. So um, what we're going to do over the course of I don't even know how many episodes, there are literally hundreds of episodes of Adventure Time at this point. Uh, six and a half seasons are on Hulu and there's even more that have been created. Uh, I don't think that we'll have to worry about seasons nine and ten for a while. Um, and so what we're going to do here is is watch the show together. Uh, for me, each episode Will be somewhere between like the third and tenth time that i've seen it i'm almost certain that i've literally seen every episode at least twice mm-hmm. uh, which is crazy because there's there's a there's hundreds of episodes at this point um so I think that adventure time is is like my favorite show it's it's the best show that there is, and I have always been i think the type of person who wants to talk about whatever I'm into and get other people to like it. Um, Like, I guess maybe I did introduce you to
0: Calvin and Hobbes. Do you remember me introducing you to anything else? Uh, So I think you've introduced me to other podcasts uh, along uh, the Maximum Fun suite of podcasts. I think I don't know that I would have gotten to those as quickly Perhaps yeah. unless you had recommended them, which I like a lot. So shout out to the Max Fun folks. Which ones do you listen to? Um, so I am a big fan of Judge John Hodgman. Uh-huh. And also uh a pretty regular listen to uh Bullseye. Yeah. Bullseye with Jesse Thorne is is a
1: really, really good show. Mm-hmm. You might also check out uh my brother, my brother and me. It's uh McElroy brothers they're like the kings of podcasting and their original show is sort of this contrived advice show um, okay. but here I go recommending other things um, Yeah, you should stay with this, this <laughs> for a little while longer yeah uh, so I, I want you to watch Adventure Time because I think it's awesome
0: and yeah. I think that well hold on hold on before you launch it I, I, I want to get this I want to hear what's the elevator pitch for Adventure Time like do you have like a I'm a CEO and sure, sure. you've got two minutes in an elevator with me. What, how would you convince me to watch Pod, uh, Adventure Time?
1: So the thing about Adventure Time is that over the course of the hundreds of episodes, the characters evolve and you get to know them extremely well um, and they become really well-developed characters. Uh, And so I I have a hard time explaining too much because part of the joy of the show is learning things about the characters. But the basics are Finn and Jake go on adventures. Um, I don't think I'll be giving anything away by saying that Finn considers himself a hero. He uh, always wants to save the day and Jake helps him. I won't say more than that, because I, I want you to figure out, or you'll see in the first episode what Jake does, but uh, basically, it's called Adventure Time because they go on adventures, and they go on adventures because Finn wants to. He's always seeking out adventures. And it takes place in the world of Ooo, uh, and we learn more and more about the world as the show goes on as well. Um, there are, there's royalty, uh, there's all kinds of weird cartoony characters who then also turn out to be like really layered and complex. Um, so really the, I'm excited to, to do this show, this podcast and because I am very curious to see how you react to all of the things that we learn, uh, throughout the show. Now Obviously, I also hope that you enjoy the show, so that this isn't torture for you.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. So I think you've given. Yeah, all right, got it. So you've given me the pitch. Uh, you're not going to get the business with that pitch. That was that was that was weak. I have to say. Uh, well, not all that of was, us.
1: Not all of us work for Google.
0: Well, that well, <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything. Uh, no, I was, I, I'm, 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 I, I'm, I'm a giving lawyer. You, I'm giving you some. I'm giving you some. Uh, giving you some extra extra advice here. You you launched into your description with this is a show that has characters that develop, which is a description of all good drama. Yeah. All. So this could have been about anything. Then you got to someone named Finn and Jake and described that they're adventurers. Use the word adventure way too much. Um and then this is me in my CEO voice, by the way. I, I, I'm not this big of a jerk. I think that's a good <laughs> description. Um, anyway, so I'm going to drop the CEO bit. I am intrigued. I am. I want to watch it. You've, you've, Even before today, you have pitched me on this show, and I'm, I'm in. Um, I think it sounds interesting. I am very familiar with having a show that I am a fan of and wanting to show others or tell others about. Um, I was the same way with uh, Arrested Development. And I am um, I'm intrigued as well to see how I react to this show. I'm very intrigued. I'm kind of treating it like an experiment, like the dynamics of having a friend recommend something to you
1: Uh, Speaking of having friends recommend things to you, hello friends, this is Pat, and I want to recommend my friend and electronic musician extraordinaire, Will Yates. The man has two EPs and a baby because he's very prolific, and he was kind enough to allow us to use one of his songs as the intro and outro music for our podcast. And uh, of course, because we are new podcasters, we forgot to give Will the proper shout out. Our intro and outro are Date Night, which is from Will's Older EP, I know the feeling. You can find all of his music at willyates.bandcamp.com. I urge you to do so because he's awesome. And so I just wanted to come in here and give a shout out to Will. And now back to uh, episode one of Podventure Time, where it sounds like we were recording inside of caves. See you soon.
0: And how do, how do, how does my personal experience and background how do i receive this show differently than you can it right still, will it still be positive and then uh will it but what will be different because it has to be different right we're different people
1: yeah and i think it's it's really interesting i normally you say okay you know like i would say watch adventure time and then you'd watch it and we'd get together and talk about like the 10 episodes that you watched or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and it would just be sort of like I would recommend it, you would go do it on your own. It's it, I'm I'm sort of being held accountable for my recommendation here because right. if you don't enjoy it, this is going to be a short lived
0: podcast. And so I, I I I you're right. I think that's true. I am. I think that there's a lot to talk about though. I am, yeah. So I think what's what's interesting is that you're coming at this from. The sense you're very rooted in the show already and you have a lot of background knowledge and you're going to be looking to, you know, hash out your favorite episodes with someone you enjoy talking with. Hopefully I am going to be coming at this from a. It's it's going to be a very much a do I like this or not? And I'm going to have to decide how if it's bad, how do I let you down easy? (laughs) Yeah. Or if it's good. You know, there could still be conflict if we like it for... Maybe I like it for the wrong reasons. I'm a little afraid of that. I'm Mm -hmm. a little afraid that I will like it for reasons that you don't agree with. But either way, I think we'll have stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, One
1: thing that I forgot to sell the show as uh, is... It it, it airs on Cartoon Network during the children's programming time. Uh, It's not an adult swim show. But it is one of those... You know, it's sort of like a Pixar movie, I suppose, where it's equally enjoyable to children and to adults. Um, Sure. You can appreciate it on a purely surface cartoon level. Right. You know, there's adventures. Um, Uh But then if you watch it as an adult and you are into character development and the building of a world, then it also is great for that. And that's the type of stuff that
0: little kids miss, uh, but... I love about the show. Yeah, I think I should bring a little bit of my own context to this in that I have been watching a lot of cartoons lately, but that's because I have a three-year-old son. <laughs> and, and I watch... So the, so the kind of things I'm watching right now, uh, the character development is there, and I might have a pretty low bar for greatness right now. Frankly, that (laughs) that may be that may be a benefit to you at this point. Um, So
1: so if it can beat out Yo Gabba Gabba.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't even that's yeah, you you don't have a kid. You don't even know what's popular with kids these days. Yeah, Uh, I
1: I know that Yo Gabba Gabba is a thing. And I'm pretty sure that I've seen about 10 seconds of it. And then it looks like a drug
0: addled like, yeah, I've never seen I've never seen Yo Gabba Gabba. But um, there's plenty of stuff out there you know you're, you're there's a lot of stuff on PBS a lot of things on Netflix these days that uh that I'm you know I'm watching because my son is watching and I want to make sure what he watches is you know up and up on the up and up that is and uh I have to I have to watch a lot of mindless stuff and Yeah so actually this yeah. this is uh this is
1: interesting what is it like So I don't, I don't have a child and I don't think that I'm going to, uh, what is it like to sort of curate entertainment for a person? Like you have, you have total control over what Dave watches. And so like, do you know how old he's going to be when he watches star Wars for the first time? So I've thought about that
0: a ton. Um, yeah. So the, the. I'll answer. You have two questions there. I'll answer the first one first. The first answer of how is it to curate uh, a catalog of things that your son or your daughter is allowed to watch? That is, uh, it's usually purely based on your own interests. They get and what you are what you're willing to tolerate watching. Mm -hmm. Um, So. There was a few easy ones. I started with like a Curious George, which I have, you know, remember as a kid, not the cartoon, but the books and things. I was like, all right, fine. Curious George. That's fine. Yep. And then, and then it's pretty easy to slip into anything that's on PBS because you kind of, uh, turn, turn your parenting skills over to the, uh, what you hope is the benevolent public broadcasting corporation, public babysitter, Uh, you might call it. Right. Right. Exactly. You remember, you know, the th- you remember the Mister Rogers of the of your youth. You remember the Sesame Streets of your youth, and you say, you know, this is probably all pretty good. So you start there, but then, then when they start developing their own tastes and they start asking you to watch things, that gets a little difficult. That gets a little more interesting, um, and then then you start inserting yourself in saying, you know, especially things like, oh, this is maybe the most annoying thing I've ever watched, and you. You simply uh you simply don't let them watch it, no matter how much they like it. <laughs> so um, where does
1: Dave pick up shows except that you and and Carolyn show him?
0: So I have wondered that myself because it seems like he's simply picking them up off of some sort of psychic brainwave network, but I think He I doesn't think have that's any that's fillings it. yet, does he? No, I don't think no. He doesn't <laughs> manage to keep manage to keep his teeth solid for the. Well, then it's, he's first not getting radio of,
1: broadcast through his teeth anyway. It's,
0: yeah, it's certainly. I think it's school. Um, he is aware of pop culture through. I think the kids at school. He comes home talking about Disney movies that he's never seen and characters in those Disney movies that he's never seen and talking about these characters in depth about like their. Are they a funny character? Are they a scary character? And and I look at him and I'm like, you've never seen this movie. How do you know who this character is? And Is, is he into yeah. newer Disney movies or ones oh, that you might have seen? Newer Disney movies. We've shown him some of the older ones, like Dumbo, a little bit of uh, Lady and the Tramp. We started mm-hmm. him off on those, mostly because they were, happened to be ones that we still had on dvd for some reason but the the newer stuff the frozen it's the trying to think now mostly frozen to be honest yeah and and he just knows it he just knows it i'm like you've never seen it how do you know the names and archetypes of these characters yeah
1: well that's very interesting like i've never seen frozen either but i know that there's someone named elsa and i know that they sing a song called let it go but mm-hmm. i'm a i'm an adult consumer of pop culture so it makes sense for me to know that
0: is there just like yeah. a sort of powwow of 3 year olds talking about i don't know when he has time to pick this stuff up i, I really <laughs> don't i don't know what's happening there is it's incredible but you also asked about star wars and that was it was a it was a related question to the curation of someone's uh uh pop culture upbringing and, right um, and when to introduce them to Star Wars and I haven't picked a year yet I don't know what his age will be but I do know that he will have to cross certain milestones in understanding story uh, arc I suppose and the the things he's going to need to understand before he can watch Star Wars are things like the concept of a villain mm-hmm. and the concept of a hero and he'll be have to be able to handle both of those because villains are scary at first and he's going to need to uh be able to handle the presence of a villain because frankly what what defines really ki- young kids shows from less young kids shows is the is the presence of conflict the conflict in really young kids shows is something that's like curious george forgot to bring an umbrella and it's raining (laughs) right right that's the conflict but when you start getting a little more advanced then the conflict is a evil person is actively working against the protagonist Mm -hmm. and and perhaps putting them in danger perhaps uh wanting to hurt them perhaps something like that and you've got to be able to handle that kind of stuff before you start watching star wars because star wars at its core is not a a a very complicated story it's a pretty it's a it's a pretty uncomplicated story actually. yeah it was george lucas like read joseph campbell and then made a movie out of it right sure right so it's it's definitely uh that's something i've been thinking about i have no idea how old he'll be when he can handle it but i want to make sure that i don't show it to him before he's able to withstand the psychological stress of dealing with a villain okay how do you think that you'll know when when he's to that point? Uh I think it's gonna you're gonna test it out with other less low. You're gonna test it out with lower stakes villains, basically. I think you work your way up to Darth Vader. Okay, um, you gotta have to you. The Disney villains of the world are, you know, some of them are scary, but some of them aren't. And you kind of just work your way up through different kinds of conflict until you think they can handle the sort of like I'm going to hurt you kind of villain, and that. Uh, I don't know when that happens. It's, yeah. I'm anxious, though. I want to show him Star Wars, but I am more afraid of ruining Star Wars for him because I showed it to him too early than I am of waiting too long.
1: Yeah, that's that's very thoughtful. I think that I just got showed Star Wars because we had it on VHS and here you go, kids, Star Wars. Yeah, and mom and dad had to get some shit done. Yeah. yeah. and And I... You know, like we talked about earlier, I don't remember the first time that I watched Star Wars. It's just always been a thing Yeah. that that I've been aware of and have known intimately. So um, it, it's, it's I, I envy Dave, I think, in how thoughtful you're being about how he will be exposed to it. Well, hopefully-
0: yeah, talk to him later
1: because I'll probably watch it. <laughs> well, and hopefully, you know, he doesn't learn about
0: it at preschool before you can show yeah. it to him. Well, and you're you're helping you're not helping at all because I know you gave us some book about uh, f- fatherhood and it it uses Luke and Darth as that's, like the as that's the, very uh, true uh, as the uh, as the characters and uh, God while I blew I it that, like I blew it within within days
1: that, of him being born.
0: Well, I find that cute. Uh, that book has been hidden <laughs> ever since. Like I sh- I read it to him once out of out of duty to you, but then. Uh, I hit it because he doesn't need to know that kind of stuff. Okay. He doesn't need to know. Yeah. We'll see if, we'll see if it did, a, if I did a good enough job or if he remembers it even just from that initial reading. But, um, but yeah, so I guess you're right. I have, like, I, I think you're right that I have had a, I have a different kind of experience in getting someone to like something where I have a lot more control over mm-hmm. the person I am mm-hmm. trying to get people to get who get them to like things. And, uh, so I can I can identify with your position right now. You have less control over me. You don't have no con you, you do have some control. And uh, and we'll see if you use that power for good or evil. Yeah, yeah.
1: And and it's very interesting for me, I think I said this before, just to in real time get your reaction instead of oh hey, did you ever watch Adventure Time and what'd you think? Mm-hmm. Um, to discuss kind of Episode by episode, and and for informational purposes, I guess we can say now kind of the format of the show. Uh, we expect to watch and talk about two episodes of Adventure Time per episode of pod Podventure Time. Um, Adventure Time episodes are eleven or twelve minutes long. You know that are, they're designed for the fifteen-minute TV time slot. So I think that we can get through two of them in a reasonable amount of time, yeah. and. Uh, the there are multi episode arcs as well, which will be very interesting. Um, watching them two at a time and, and seeing how things develop.
0: So I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to it. All right, so we'll do yeah. So we'll do two episodes at a time. I am in for that. So that means I need to watch between each episode. I need to watch two episodes, which uh, should be fine given. Given my schedule, I think I can squeeze twenty minutes of TV watching into uh, my my day or my week, and then and then we'll talk about it. And you know, I I would say that let's let's not hold ourselves to specifically uh, just talking about the plot of each episode. I think we can. Oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah I think we can let ourselves wander if, if need be. I will say I am particularly uh, interested in in to see how I. How I relate to these characters and what other elements of my pop culture upbringing are I can bring to bear. Sure. In, in in describing, would you let me ask you a question? Maybe you don't have to. I don't want to make you give away anything, but is the is Adventure Time the kind of show uh, in the I'll call it the Simpsons line of of design where they are more than willing to parody or outright steal elements from other ele- other sh- pieces of pop culture no um okay. <clears throat> i it's it's a very
1: at times anyway it's a very cartoony cartoon okay. so i think if it owes uh if it owes to if it owes you know its genesis or its, its influence to anything it may be looney tunes okay uh, which Warner is another Brothers. thing that i grew up okay. loving yeah, uh, yeah, yeah! Warner Brothers, um, cartoons. So, it 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 has definitely those cartoony elements, but then all of a sudden, you've got characters.
0: Okay. Um,
1: right. So, speaking of characters, I thought it would be fun in our first episode. We're coming up on uh, on forty minutes here, so we will uh, wrap it up. But before we do, I want to. Shout out some names. Oh, okay. And uh, you have to guess whether this is an actual Adventure Time character or or whether it's a name that that I made up. Okay. So, first one's Princess Bubblegum.
0: That's a real character.
1: Yes. And Princess Bubblegum is a very important character. You'll meet her in the first episode. I don't think it's a spoiler to say that. Uh, Let's see. The lich.
0: The lich, that's also a real character.
1: Yes. Are you familiar with the concept of a lich?
0: No, not at all. Okay. It sounded like too strange of a word for you to make up, though.
1: Yeah, it's it's sort of a fantasy. I think it, maybe it comes from Dungeons and Dragons, or it's a fantasy trope. Um, okay. Of of uh, well, I won't tell you too much about it, but it's it's a very kind of specific type of evil character. Okay. Uh, let's see. How about Nancy the Unicorn?
0: Huh. I'm going to say that's not a real character.
1: Yeah, it's not a real character. I I think the rule of threes got you on that one.
0: How about Trumpet the Swan? So that sounds like a real character, but not from this show. I don't know why I think that... Maybe because there is such a breed of swan as like a trumpet swan or something like that. Um, in that case, I'm going to say it's a real character, actually. It's a fake character. I made that one mm-hmm. up. Okay. All right. Is there a breed of swan called a trumpet swan? Is that why I'm thinking that that's familiar it to me?
1: Could be. It, trumpet, right. trumpet and swan went together in my brain as well. That's why I made that up. Okay. Uh, let's see. How about Lumpy Space Princess?
0: Lumpy Space Princess. Uh, yeah, real character.
1: Yeah, that's not even something that I could make up. Yeah. Uh, Lumpy Space Princess um, is voiced by the creator and uh, like creative force behind the show, Pendleton Ward. And wow. she is a recurring and very funny character. I love Lumpy Space Princess. Um, okay. One time I, I took an online quiz to see which Adventure Time character you are. And as I was taking it, I was trying not to get Lumpy Space Princess, but I also felt myself getting Lumpy Space Princess. And then the result of the quiz was that I am Lumpy Space Princess. Uh, I, have no con- I have no context at all for understanding <laughs> what you just said. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those like BuzzFeed things or whatever, you know. So if you're... What do you want? No, to- I, I,
0: I understand the concept of these quizzes. But yeah. The, yeah. The... The... the the essence of being or not being a lumpy space princess is like saying to me, like, the essence of being or not being a globbledy gluk. It has <laughs> no meaning to me at this point. Speaking of globbledy gluk, how about grob,
1: gob, glob, grod? Ooh, the fact that it ended with grod makes me think it's real. I don't know why. It is real. And I, I think that character comes in later in the in the series. Okay. Um, How about... Fire King. Mm, no, that's not real. It's not real. It's almost real, and you'll find out that there is a Flame character, but there's no one called Fire King. How about Ice
0: King? I admire, I admire your ability to create a, a tough quiz. Those Putting two together that are similar is tough it makes them seem like one should be real and one should not be real. I'm going to say both are not real. Ice King is also not real. Ice King is very real.
1: Ooh. Ice King okay. is is it's, he's sort of the main antagonist. Uh, okay. You'll meet him uh, I think you meet him in the second episode.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Ricardio. <laughs> Ricardio. Uh real? Yeah, Riccardio the heart guy is real. Riccardio the heart guy. Okay, yeah.
1: How about Abraham Lincoln?
0: It's his birthday today, right? It is. Happy birthday to Mr. Lincoln. And sure, why not? Is Abraham Lincoln in this thing? Trick question. He, it,
1: there's a character who is obviously Abraham Lincoln, but he is not called that. Okay. So, um, all right. It's it, yeah. That, that was unfair. Um, Abraham Lincoln makes an appearance in the show, but he is in no way a 19th century American president.
0: Okay. All right. I'm. Uh, th- that's. I like that little drop because that that intrigues me. Yeah, yeah. That should great... have been in your. That should have been in your CEO pitch. Okay, by the way. I'll be, I'll yeah. bring up
1: the the non Abe Abe next time that I'm trying to sell someone on the show. Well, because Abraham
0: Lincoln Abraham Lincoln is a is a well loved figure I would say for most Americans, and to go Abraham Lincoln's in the show, but no one calls him Abraham Lincoln. That's intriguing. Yeah, right, right there. That's yeah, intriguing.
1: It's very cool. Yeah. Uh, last one. Marceline the Vampire Queen. Marshall am I saying
0: that right? Marceline?
1: Marceline without Marceline. The,
0: yeah. Without the sh in mm-hmm. it. Okay. Marceline the vampire queen. Mm, yeah, that rolls off the tongue. Nice. I would say yes. And if it's not a real character, congrats on creating a really nice uh online handle for yourself.
1: Yeah, Marceline's real. Uh yeah. and she's a fantastic character. Okay. I love Marceline. Lumpy Space Princess is probably my favorite, but Marceline's right up there, and sure. her interactions you, with with
0: Finn are are fantastic and drive a lot of the character development in the show. Sure, and if your if your BuzzFeed quiz hadn't gotten you to be Lumpy Space Princess, you might you probably were a Marceline.
1: Probably, yeah. Okay. I, I I don't think that I would have gotten Finn or Jake. I don't think that that was possible. It was going to be okay. It was going to be LSP, but Marceline okay. was a was a
0: possibility. Okay, all right. Alright, well, so, I'm on board. Let's, uh, I think the next step here is for me to watch some of these, huh? I think that's the next step, yeah. Okay, so why don't you tell me if you happen to know, do you happen to know what the names of the first two episodes are? Is oh, good question. Informa- so information you have at your fingertips, or is that something we're going to have to, I'll have to just find out myself. The first episode I know is called
1: Slumber Party Panic. Okay. I think that's what it's called. It's Slumber Party something. Okay. Uh, and I should know what the second one is, but I don't. Okay. Um, I've so I've been watching the <clears throat> early episodes over and over again lately, and taking notes on them to prepare ah. for for our podcast. And so, okay. um, I get like the first four mixed up. I I don't remember which one comes second.
0: Okay, that's fine. It doesn't it doesn't really affect my. Uh it doesn't affect the experiment, I don't think. Yeah. But, so, what will be happening is I will be watching the first two episodes of Adventure Time, and then we will be discussing them on the next episode of Pod Adventure Time. So, hope I ste- hope you guys can uh, stay tuned for that, and I suppose we have to come up with some sort of sign-off at this point.
1: Yeah. we Our hypothetical listeners will want something clever. Yeah. Um...
0: I'm going to probably just go with uh, I'm Ben. And I'm Pat. And this has been Pod Venture Time. And we hope you enjoyed, and we will see you next time. Yes, we will. Come back.